come back. There's no back. This is it. This is the whole show. This is the whole show. I know. But, I mean, if you're listening to this, you've listened to at least one other episode. You think so? You don't think this is the first time? I think there's somebody out there by the name of James who goes by Jim. But this is their first time. So, hey, Jim. Jim! Uh, Sorry. I just watched uh, Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Undiscovered Country. Country. And um, one of the things that we did was... We did drinking games, but I don't remember any of them. Yeah, we kind of started doing them. Although they were we were just um, mildly sipping at our beverage. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like it's like, shots, 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 shots. No, we no. had like a total of two beers each. And yeah. <laughs> we sipped at them during the drinking things. And I but got one of them was sleepy. when anyone dramatically said, Jim. Yeah, you're, you're that was when, good. Uh, Jim smooched an alien. Did you take a big drink? I had to take a drink. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, oh man, there was another really good one, but I couldn't remember what. Oh, um, it's <laughs> fascinating. I think it was one. Spock says that. Oh, fascinating. Uh, no, it, the the one that I really enjoyed the the most was when. Um, oh, I keep on wanting to call him Captain Picard, but that isn't correct. Captain mm-hmm. Kirk. Uh, when Captain Kirk gets shoved or pushed, <laughs> and he's just really indignant about it all. And I'm like, you're a prisoner. <laughs> So you should expect better. <laughs> I know what to tell you. Yeah, that was a, it was a really good movie. It's probably my favorite Star Trek movie. I yeah, think it's, it's all right. It's like it's really excellent. I like the one with Khan a little bit. Oh better. yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Of Khan. You keep hitting my leg. I'm really just hard. rotating. I don't know why you put your foot right where the chair's rotating well, into. Because I can't move. Because when I'm like this, then I have to turn my head really hard to see you. Okay. When I'm kind of like this, I will stop my rotating. You put your foot wherever you want. <laughs> I'll just scoot back. back. Okay. Is that better for you? Yeah, sure. Great. Um, that's all. <laughs> I, wa- I watched a, a, a fucking. Do you Star remember Trek what movie. the metaphor for the undiscovered country is? No, I don't. I didn't know that there were metaphors. The in this. undiscovered country is the future. So when uh, the chancellor says that some fear the undiscovered country, he's saying some fear the future and what we could be or what we could make together. Oh, okay. that's interesting. Um. I guess, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I didn't think that uh, Star Trek was actually going to try and, I don't know, tell me something. I thought it was just going to entertain entertaining. Uh huh. So how dare it, really? I think just Undiscovered kidding. Country <laughs> as a movie is more relevant today than it was then. Or at least it feels like eminently relevant now. Because a lot of aging generations really afraid of the new future that's kind of coming to. And some choo- choosing to express that in extremely destructive ways. Yeah. And so I'm choosing to express that by eventually through a painful lesson of resting on their royal, their laurels and be, being okay with the future being transcending you in a way. Being, it, it being, building on what you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a really interesting, uh, I don't know, it was just a really interesting movie overall. I had seen snippets of it so many times, so, mm-hmm. um... Yeah, it, it was it was fun to you know kind of sit down and actually watch the film. So yeah, that was good. I think all the original series movies, taken as a whole, especially, are all kind of about coming to terms of growing old, in a way. Oh sure, well that's the universal experience, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, one of the things that I thought was really interesting about the, oh. I guess about the the film in general was Spock's reluctance to 
see his protege or whoever as the as the bad guy yeah and oh spoilers <laughs> uh, actually i don't i don't apologize for that it's like 25 more than years 20 old? years old so mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it by now tough <laughs> um yeah i thought that was a uh, really interesting because we consistently don't want to think that we are the thing that created the bad thing yeah you know but i think that it really spoke to um to kind of the laziness of so much of who we are as a country right now and that we just felt like, oh, well, you know, what I'm doing is fine and so nothing is bad, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, so. willful blindness is mm-hmm. maybe the central theme of the movie. Yeah, Because everyone is sorry, willfully blind about uh, something about themselves or about their own life in some way. Every character, big and small, is. I think mm-hmm. it's like one of the central themes. And that that's really interesting. Like, you, there's there's always cause for self examination. No matter what you feel you've done in the past, that earns your past as a good guy in the movie. Yeah. Kirk really falls into being a bad guy very hard very early on. Yeah. Because he he thinks he's above reproach, above suspect. And the movie is that that you you should never quite feel that way about yourself. You should always have a life examined and and everything. Yes. Uh, although I don't think that Kirk was I don't know necessarily the best. Um, the best vessel for that because he's always like that, you know. Yeah. He always feels like, oh, well, the way that I think is right, and it's my job to prove you wrong, and you know, and to prove your institutions wrong. So I don't know that he was necessarily a great vessel for that yeah. type of message. But I also, you know, I mean, he's also the central character, right. so why wouldn't he? And sometimes I think Kirk is used a little unwieldy, where you can't imagine being him, or he's not helpful mm-hmm. in that. That's that's kind of why he's such a ridiculous figure because he's so. Yeah, but in this movie, I think you can absolutely imagine yourself as the Kirk. Anyone sure. can, because there's, there's, there's things that you feel particularly hurt about, or you feel particularly entitled to be a certain way about, and yeah, you, you, you it comes to terms with the idea of, of the, the consequences of what you do. For sure, for sure. So what's what else is going on with you, oh, Sam? Not a whole lot. Just hanging out, having fun. Yeah. Um, um, having a good time this summer. I'm helping. Do a little tiny, teeny bit of the GeekCon planning, which I've been such a, a fun benefit. I've been such a beneficiary of everyone's hard work for so long. Mm-hmm. I, I really love the idea of, of being able to put just a little teeny tiny bit of that work that's been. I, I've been so great to benefit up from the return it back. I can't talk today. Words hard. We're hard. But yeah. I'm enjoying that. I'm really excited for this con and to see everyone. Yeah. Once again. Too. We just I, recorded our first Kit Kat chit chat. It was really fun. That was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that a lot. Although I just enjoy improv in general, so yeah, 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 an improv high school show is something I always want to do. An improv high school show is kind of where it's at. Yeah, to be totally for honest. sure. In fact, let's do it now. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and see, <laughs> these things rhyme with ravioli. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh well, I'm sorry that I brought you on for such a boring podcast. It's I'm not just kind of fun. Yeah. Getting really far in Dark Souls 3. Planning on Dark Souls 3. Dark Souls 3 is my favorite fall asleep uh, music. It's a very pretty game. It sounds pretty. It looks pretty. In a grotesque way sometimes. Ugh. The hand monster is like... It is truly one of the most grotesque things I've seen depicted on it. I never really watch it so much as I just You just listen to it. it. You just yeah. like the screams of agony mm-hmm. <laughs> to like lull you into sleep. Yeah, that's good. Uh-huh. I'm deep in the ring cities now for anyone who's who's interested in watching. And I just got to the, oh, it was so fucking cool. 
I just kind of got past some of the giants where you're, you're kind of the one, there's this giant approach, this huge approach, there's this narrow approach that you have to go to, and there's this giant sitting in this chair there. And as you walk, he like makes this booming noise, which just kind of earth shatters, and like all these old like specters kind of rise up and like attack you. You can't hurt them at all. Mm. So you like walk towards them. You're just it's it's almost like red light green light where you're going towards him just a little bit, and then there's this huge wave of opposition of him just like remembering his time. Um, as you have to slowly inch towards him, it's it's tough. And it was really fun. Well, that's good. That's interesting. You've been real deep into that. Mm-hmm. I've been really deep into uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine recently. That's so good. It's such a good show. It's one of your favorite shows ever. Yeah, I was telling you last night that it is probably my second favorite sitcom since The Office. Mm. Um, I I'm a really big fan of The Office, uh, the U.S. version. I actually did not like the U.K. version. It mm. was very boring. Mm. Um, but I really like The Office a lot, and the show that was always my second place after The Office was Parks and Rec. I thought it was great. Great, 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 great. Um, but I think this one trumps Parks and Rec for me. Wow. That's yeah. really fun. It's it's a really good show. and The I, entire cast is super strong. Super it's not, strong. There's not a weak point in them. Everyone is just one better than the next. It's ridiculous. And not only that, and, you know, I hate, to, they haven't sent us a payment or anything yet, and so they're going to get this podcast podcast moment for free. That's right. We've which been is upsetting. reaching out. Yeah. <laughs> haven't heard anything yet that's how we pay our bills is getting the bump out Uh and (laughs) when people take advantage of that that's upsetting to me but in any event uh i really enjoy it a lot it's a lot of fun so brooklyn 99 official podcast bump yeah well they're probably gonna get picked up for another season now (laughs) you think so (laughs) yeah totally (laughs) definitely happening topical Are there any books you're going to read this summer? Uh, oh my gosh. Actually, I don't have any books on my list for this summer. I'm trying to think. I actually, I wrote one down, but I can't remember what it is. I'm going to read American Gods, which you never read. Oh, I read that one maybe 18 or so months ago. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Are you going to watch the television show? Maybe. After you're done with it? If you'd be into it. Sure. Yeah, I'd be interested to see how they depict certain characters. So... Yeah. We've got to watch more Westworld and Legion. Westworld was just kind of mad. Oh my gosh. I'm really falling off the boat here. And yeah. I feel like we we're kind of over Westworld towards the end of the first season, though. Like, were we? Like, we were really enraptured by it at first, but I kind of felt like we were a little wary of it by the end. I think that, okay, I remember kind of where I was like, and it was, doesn't look like anything to me. You know, that reveal for me was like, <gasps> Oh, that was really good. because I don't spoil myself. Uh-huh. Because I do not look up bullshit. Because I don't watch stupid memes. I don't look at gifts. Uh-huh. Nothing. And so TV is so pure for me. Watch, everyone's going to ruin all my TV now. <laughs> well, anyways, I, I don't spoil myself. And it was a big shock to me. I was like, mm. what? That was very fun. I also don't like to think ahead in movies and television. I don't like to guess. Yeah. Like, oh man. I guess pretty often. You guess all the time. And I'm constantly like, please keep your opinions to yourself. <laughs> I'm trying to have an authentic experience. <laughs> I, I sometimes don't remember what I guess. I'm trying to remember any yeah. examples. There was one recently where I just nailed it right away. But it was an easy one. 
It was not. I nailed one recently, but it was from a 25 year old movie. Oh, it was Star Trek Six and Discovery Country. Samantha from Sex and the City was the bad girl right. all along. Because she's like, the one that's on the bridge in a yeah. high ranking position you've never seen before and know you'll never see again. Well, no, <laughs> it wasn't that. Okay, so what gave her away for me was the uh, the phaser when she's like, ah, oh, da 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 phaser. If you do a phaser, then it's, the alarms, the alarms go comes. off. Security, and I'm like, someone's thought a lot about she this. She has thought a lot of yeah. That's very true. <laughs> Because everyone's just like, how does this work? Yeah. And she's like, oh, I know exactly how our internal security systems work. Yeah, and I'm not head of security, uh-huh. so uh-huh. that oh, really raised an eyebrow for Good me. Good foreshadowing how when the other people are killed in the ship yes. by somebody who frequently knew the ship's um, internal sensors and securities. Yes, I thought it was very good. And, um, yeah, that, that was I think most funny. of the movies in the Star Trek series are kind of ham-handed and cheesy, the way they build on stuff like that. But I think this one is actually kind of fun in the way it builds on stuff I thought like it was that. great. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Um, so, a movie that we is out that we should have seen already but have not is the Han Solo movie. Oh, Han Solo movie and also Deadpool 2. I really want to watch both. Oh, we haven't seen either of those. I think we're kind of waiting for the kids to... Uh, uh, go up to their dads for the summer and then we're just gonna go to town on movies. Yeah, that'll be fun. So, yeah. It'll be great. Uh, a lot of these movies I can't see. Like Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> My son is constant. Well, our son is constantly just like, can I see Deadpool now? And I'm like, <laughs> no. No, you can't. <laughs> Same thing with uh, that movie It. Yeah. so funny. And Deadpool it, and It are the uh, one have a big legacy among young children. They, they, they talk about it at school. Every kid, like, oh, did you know one kid that watched it? He didn't really watch it, but he'll no. be like, pretend like he did. So silly. Or that kid just has terrible parents. <laughs> one or the other. Uh, Eden had a dream about uh, Pennywise the Clown last night. Oh, yeah, she did. A real yeah. nightmare, huh? She came in and she told me, uh, recounted the entire dream to me. And I was like, that is extremely scary. I'm very sorry. But she slept with her for like an hour and a half, two hours this morning. Because she woke up, she's like, I'm having a bad dream. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right. She's so cute. Come on I got in a rabbit hole recently on Reddit, I think, where people were talking about what's the creepiest thing a young child has ever said. Like, oh, right. no. There were some really interesting ones. Oh, my God. She has been cracking me up with her one-liners, which is... Ugh, so fun. I don't know. Um, we went out for taco salads the other day. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, you know, life is like a taco salad. It's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> that and was I so cute. Died. I was like, all right. But she doesn't like avocado. And I guess she thinks that all taco salads come with avocado on them. Mm-hmm. And so she's just like, except for the avocado. That's the only bad thing in life in taco salads. <laughs> <laughs> she like paused on that last point like it was a big profound thing. Yeah, yeah. Hold your applause, please. Listen here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so yeah, that was a. It's been interesting. Mm-hmm. So, so what do you want to accomplish this summer? With some time, you've already made a lot of. You've already made a lot of strides up the yard. You've got we got a lot of potted plants that look great. Yeah, uh, so personally, I'm working on uh, a patio retreat for myself. Um, You know, I've got some health stuff that I'm working on, so uh, just really trying to take care of myself and stuff like that. You know, my mom went through 
uh, a pretty intense battle with colon cancer last year. And so it's really kind of uh, put a lot of things in perspective for me and uh, made me want to, you know, take better care of myself and stuff because, uh, I don't know. It, my mom and I aren't, you know, extremely close by any means. Uh, but, you know, she's still my mom. I love her a lot. And mm -hmm. so it's very scary for me uh, when this whole situation arose. But I, I don't know. I think that ultimately my, my main goal, other than, you know, having a long and healthy life, is that I do not want my children to be fearful of, you know, losing me. So, mm -hmm. you know, that, that was scary for me. Interesting. So I just don't want them to feel that. Um, so, yeah, I'm just kind of trying to take care of stuff like that and be better. Yeah. Be better for myself and whatnot. Uh-huh. Um, what else am I doing? I've got a lot of podcast stuff I'm doing. I'm launching an entire new arc of my podcast. I've got a lot of stuff to pull out for before the end of the year for some, you know, different things we've been working on for years. So, yeah, it'll be fun. Very cool. What are you working on this summer? I'm going to get a bag, like a satchel sort of thing we used to have. Oh, my God. And I'm going to keep my work pad folio in there. So it's going to live there. And I'm going to keep things like a metal straw in a case so I don't use plastic straws everywhere. A metal straw in a case. I love it. Will you get... Okay, will you get me one too? Yes. I, but the thing is I need something to sub as a purse because I can't add more pockets to the pocket stitch and I want to empty the pockets. In that. Yeah. So my, my satchel is going to be everything. It's going to have my pad folio, which I live my life out of. My metal straw in a case, and it's going to probably also hold my wallet and phone most of the time, so my pocket's going to be a little slimmed down. I love it. You're going to have such better posture. Your back is going to feel better. It's going to be great. Mm -hmm. Although you don't have bad posture. That's mostly me. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a bad back. and Well, not back. Not really. I just have... You have a bad shoulder. Yeah, it's just a bad shoulder. and everything you let a surgeon get in there it. and carve around in it for yeah. a plaything. <laughs> they're like, oh, look, it looks like strong bad email. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know. I'm a little loopy this morning. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little loopy. <laughs> this is, I think, the first time that we've ever made a podcast in the morning. So if you're not feeling that normal podcast energy bump, it's because... I haven't had coffee. You haven't had coffee? I haven't had life today. You haven't had caffeine of any, of any kind? No. Neither have I, actually. You had a caffeine yesterday. I had a lot of caffeines yesterday. Yeah. I have caffeines every day of my life. I don't go a day without it, but yeah. I just mean I haven't yet today. Do you feel like you're ever going to no. take on your... Okay, well, <laughs> Sorry, how, about, how about I get to talk? <laughs> um, do you feel like you're ever going to take on your um, caffeine... Uh, I don't want to call it an addiction, because I feel like you can go... You can quit anytime you want. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't You don't like give it. a shit? No, no, I wouldn't either if I were you. Yeah. I'm not gonna. Mm -hmm. I'm happily addicted to it. and um, It's part of the joys of being a grown-up. It's to have a, an addiction in a societal-sanctioned way. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I remember, so when I was a... Uh, your nails look so nice. Oh, thank you. When I was 18 years old, I remember thinking, like, the thing that I'm going to do when I'm an adult is buy orange juice. And I did. And I got a, I got a like, a bladder infection because I <laughs> drank so much orange juice. <laughs> I really taught myself a lesson It's there. funny when people decide that one thing is going to be theirs and they kind of overdo it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I was drinking, a, I had a big jug of water at my desk because I 
sometimes do. My boss kept on being like, don't drink all of that. And he's just like, just drink a normal water. Drink a lot of water, but don't just drink so much water. Don't feel like you have to drink tons and tons of water. And he kept on saying that. And finally, he's just like, look, I had heard that the thing you do to be healthy is drink water. So I drank so much water for so long that I washed my electrolytes out. My doctor said it was a problem. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just the one thing that you get in your head that you're supposed to or that you really want to do. Well, so I was given a, a little Yeti cup from some of my staff, and I have really enjoyed drinking out of it for some time. And it's, you know, it's a 30-ounce cup, and I carry it everywhere with me. And so I have really gotten good about drinking water. I used to go, like, an entire day and maybe consume, with coffee and everything, 20 ounces of liquid. And that was it. Mm-hmm. And, and you had headaches all the time? I had headaches all the time. I was constantly in a shit mood. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I started drinking this water, and now it's like MBD. I drink like three or four of those Yeah, that's great. Day. You should drink a lot of water. Yeah, it's great. So one guy I happened to find who drank the most water for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of the kids once, uh, I guess they heard a story about a guy who drink so much water i can't remember what it's called but it's like hydronutresis or something like that i don't know someone on the internet i'm sure is dying to correct me uh-huh. but um they heard about this and they were like oh i can't drink too much water and i'm like yeah that's they don't not, drink really enough it's so funny happen. how they will not drink water unless directed to <laughs> yeah keep an eye on meal i feel so uncomfortable going to meal about drinking water but they just won't do it unless you no. direct them to well, it which I is kind of funny okay here's a question for you um did you ever have, when you were a little kid, those little, like, they were little jugs, like barrels of juice? They're not juice at all. Oh, it's like they're Kool-Aid. plastic barrels? Yeah. With, cap. With the peel-off. I don't think we ever had them in our lid. house, but I saw them around. Oh, man. My granny, who I lived with for like a year, year and a half or so, that she had those all the time. And she thought that was a great kid's drink, right? And so I would have like two or three of those every dinner time. And I would fill up on water, on sugar water, and then I would not want to eat my meal until finally she was like, no more drink at all. And so I learned to eat my meals with nothing to drink. Hmm. And then after I was done, then I would have a a swallow of water. Hmm. So I don't know. I, it was probably a good thing because that was just like uh, like grams and grams and grams of sugar. Sure. It's not good for you. Yeah. But I really loved those things. I thought they were great. And then afterwards, I would take them out and fill them with dirt. Yeah. <laughs> so I could throw them at things. <laughs> <laughs> Young <they'd> be... <laughs> Veronica is such a punk, like all the time. I had nothing to do and no children. I kind to play of with. imagine you, like when I'm imagining you, I don't picture you at all. I picture like Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes. That's not. Well, I did have an imaginary friend named Wombi Wheeler. Okay, yep, there you go. So you have a very active imaginary friend who's yeah. a big, big part of your life. You're just a freaking punk all the time. <laughs> I didn't have anyone to play with. There I is know. no one. I know. So. I'm sorry. Why are you sorry? It's great. Well, you got your, your... Can I put my legs on you? Yes, please. I just want to be close to you, but I also don't want my leg to get hit by your constant... Fidgerjitting. Fidgerjitting. I don't know. <laughs> well, in any event, um, do you care if this podcast is yeah, yeah, well, as long as we want. Okay, great. Well, you're the one that's a real stickler on the... It's I, 30 minutes! I, I haven't been a stickler for several episodes. Okay, great, great, great. Well, I'm just really, you know, I've been trained a certain way. 
only have a swapple of water after my dinner. <laughs> yeah. And I fill up my barrels with sand. <laughs> but I filled up those barrels with sand because um, the road home from... I'd say it was a road. It was a sandy driveway from my great-grandma's house to my house. And I was constantly living in fear that a raccoon or an armadillo or a snake or something was going to, like, pop up and try and get me on my <laughs> on my walk back home. Uh-huh. You Always know. scared of an old guy. You know. So uh, my mom constantly worked overtime because she was the primary breadwinner. And then, uh, you know, all this, all this other junk. So oftentimes I would be sent up to my granny's house to eat dinner and then come back. And so I later found out that my mom just couldn't afford to eat and was really embarrassed to, you know, go up and eat with my grandparents. So she would uh, send me to go eat and then I would come back and have like two or three of those things, which were, which I called them (laughs) jug grenades. (laughs) And um, I'd throw them at sounds in the, in the high, in the tall weeds. Oh, because you were scared of raccoons. Scared. In, in your mind, a raccoon would come and, like, spirit you away or something, right? Well, no. I mean, I had a, rac- a pet raccoon. <laughs> you did briefly have a pet raccoon, didn't yeah. you? his name was Roscoe. <laughs> <laughs> he was an asshole. Yeah, he's a raccoon. He's a wild animal. <laughs> <laughs> we covered that. We already said raccoon. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I found out all sorts freaking of freaking human hands. Freaking human hands. Uh, my dad was terrified of them, mm. but my cousin and I would throw them at my dad, and my dad would <laughs> jump. <laughs> he would jump on top of hay bales to get away, and, <laughs> and it just encouraged Roscoe to go after him. Uh-huh. And so it's like Roscoe would like run up there to try and get my dad, and my dad would just like freak the fuck out. He was not about it. It was great. And I was like, Dad, it's a raccoon. It can climb better than you. (laughs) (laughs) So it's pretty funny. That's hilarious. I can't remember what happened to that raccoon, but I'm sure... I want to believe that someone said, oh, hey, it's actually extremely dangerous to have a pet raccoon. (laughs) Yes. Because, you know, raccoon, like, feces, incredibly toxic to humans. Like, so freaking toxic. Yeah. I mean, probably not this one, because I'm not dead. But, just Uh... kidding. (laughs) They're probably going to uh, to like examine my body after I'm done because I'm not going to be buried. I'm just going to be dumped in, yeah. the, in the sidewalk. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say cremated or donated to science or something. No, just dumped. <laughs> so Global I... warming will have taken over in such a, an extreme way that people are like, we can't, we cannot bury, we cannot cremate. Oh, sure. You, know, you so... don't even think cremate? Sam, get real. Everything's going to be shit, and I'm going to get dumped on a sidewalk. I don't think fire is going to be a resource we're going to be wanting for or lacking of. Fair. Throw me in a volcano. Yeah. I'm fine with that. There's going to be plenty of fires around. How do you get your body thrown into a volcano? That sounds excellent. just hurl yourself into it. And then you could just be like, is this my mom? You know, later on, because like the volcano might erupt and like, whoa, what if that's my mom? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the new earth is my mom you're like the uh butterfly meme on twitter or it's the uh i told you i don't it's a sailor moon guy and he's like looking at a butterfly and it says is this and then you caption it with whatever <laughs> is this my mom <laughs> <laughs> dr seuss wrote a really great uh story about that called are you my mother <laughs> uh so 
I don't know. So yeah, I was excited to have those uh, juices and bombs. Very grenades. cool. Love it. Jug well, I've been in a podcasting mood lately, so if you're out there and you're looking for a guest, hit me up. Oh yeah, I and forgot. Pitching oh, yeah. people ideas for their shows. That's another thing. I'm gonna get on all these different uh, podcasts. That's awesome too. I forgot all about that. I'm, I people have been sending me all this material. Uh, I gotta get. I need you to catch me up on Firefly and tell me. Just give it's me. It's thirteen a, episodes. I can't handle it. <laughs> it's too boring. Wait, what? Are you gonna be on their their actual play? Yeah. Okay. So just kind of. I don't have to do anything. Just you know be an assassin or something. I love uh, like people I'd, I'd have on my Star Trek show wouldn't watch Star Trek think, cool I would love give them a reason why they wouldn't understand what the Federation is mm-hmm. and everything and just go for it. it it didn't feel weird at all writing like that to me so no, okay. no big deal so what I should what you're telling me I should do is not watch Firefly great got it yeah okay I'll do that and then I'll go on and I'll still be great sure okay so what's another show you're gonna um, be on Oh, I don't want to name names of things that I'm not invited on. Oh, well, I've I... never been on Better Know a Geekly, and I'd like to someday. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. Well, aren't you... You're going to be uh, featured at GeeklyCon. That's part of the, the hope. I hope that happens. That cool. was said to me in a chat. Oh, cool. So... Well, that'd be great. I, I'm all about it. I believe that that's happening. Um, Matt. Matthew, Matthew, Matthew. Uh, our best friend Matthew. Uh, <laughs> trying to think of what else. Oh, I've really been looking a lot into moving to the great state of Vermont. Yeah, you've been really on a Vermont kick, and I'm all about it. The coldest state I can get us to. It's good I would by be me. so excited. I just want to make pretty. sure you can we have, have goats. That's I what you want is a place where goats are. Like a, maybe three or four goats. Uh-huh. <laughs> three or four goats, so I can. I love them. the idea that you want to move away from Texas so you can do a farming enterprise. <laughs> it's just so funny to me. It's too hot to do farms here. It is very hot, but it's just funny. We are like, oh, I can have somewhere where I can have some leisurely rural pursuits outside <laughs> of Texas. Glad I'm outside of the big city of East Texas. Hey, hey. <laughs> I'm feeling real attacked right now. <laughs> you just make me laugh. Well, okay. I don't enjoy the hot. It's, it's so, so hot. hot. It's too hot. I don't like it. I used to really enjoy the hot. And I think I've come to an age where I'm like, I don't enjoy this. And I don't think I ever did. I think I was telling my brain, you like this. <laughs> you love it. That's why you live here. So you could be hot. <laughs> and I don't think that's true. I think I've been fucking myself over for years. Mm. Because I don't like being hot. It's disgusting. Yeah. But in any event, I've really been looking at a lot at Vermont. So um, all of our Vermont listeners, uh, hit us up so we can come stay with you for free during... Uh, one of the four seasons yeah, we wanna experience there. <laughs> check it out at different times. Yeah. Sure. I say that like what's so great is the Airbnbs they were like 25 bucks for like regular houses. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's not like some Texas bullshit where you're like I'd like to go to Austin. <laughs> oh my house in Austin? You mean my $300 a night house in Austin? Okay. <laughs> That's too much money. No one gives a shit about your house. Austin is expensive. Austin is stupid expensive, but I really do enjoy it. Hey, we have a vacation coming up there pretty soon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you forget? No. No? I forgot until this moment. When's our Austin I, vacation? I will look that up for us right now, <laughs> okay. actually. So uh, entertain what's, this audience. What's the occasion? The occasion was that we were like, 
let's go and do something to celebrate us. It's our it's our anniversary. Vacation. Oh, our delayed anniversary vacation. Our delayed anniversary. No. Well, yeah. Okay, it's June 15th through the 17th. Okay. So we're going to have a little trippy trip. Sounds great. I'm excited. I can't yeah. wait. I forgot we've already paid for it and everything. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it's been a busy time, listeners. It's been very busy. Where are we staying? Uh, I don't know. Oh, I'm vaguely remembering this now. Okay, yeah. Well, I did. we did make these arrangements like at... 11 30 p.m on a win it was a little impulsive. it was very late impulsive we're like yeah let's do it let's do Fine. it <laughs> pull the trigger let's do, do, do. have an adventure how about now how about right now sort of a thing yeah we should start we should do it this summer let's do so, how about now how about right now? how about now how about right now tig notaro and stephanie stephanie allen uh are these these lovely people they're married to one another and what they'll do is they'll do How About Now, How About Right Now, where they'll write little adventure things on a piece of paper and put it in a fishbowl. And it's just always on the counter. So if they're in an adventure mood or they want to dare each other to do it, they'll pull it out. And it might be something, it could be anything. It could be go bowling. It could be bird watching. They've ever been bird watching. It could be any number of a, a random thing they want to try with one another. And they'll, they'll just, uh, no hesitation, just go, no holds barred right into the adventure. Oh, okay. And they found new hobbies, discovered new things that way. Just a way to be spontaneous. That's interesting. Um, I would like to do that today. Okay. How about now? How about right now? How about now? How about right now? <laughs> that sounds great. That uh-huh. sounds so fun. Are we going to tell any of our podcatters what um, what's in the bowl? What's in the bowl? Sure. What's in the bowl? I don't know. And does it have to be a bowl? No. Okay. I'm just asking. I don't know. I don't know what the rules are for this. <laughs> the rules are just, you're open to adventure. Oh, okay. Open to adventure, he says. Yeah, that's that it. sounds great. Only rule. I can't wait to take you to Austin, though. I am taking you out for uh, one of my to one of my favorite restaurants, where we are going to sample a flight of moonshine. Oh. And I'm so happy. Sounds great. It's going to be zoppity. Mm. How are you tired? You slept... 12-ish hours. Do you remember how tired I was last night? Yeah. I don't think you're sleeping well. No. Maybe you should get a sleep apnea um, study. You might be waking up too much during the night. Maybe. Yeah. That sounds reasonable. Okay, Podcat. We love you. Have a good day. Oh, boy. (laughs) Meow.